Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
And this is such a fun topic today. This is how legends are made. So I'm so excited to hear from some of you uh, this morning about this topic. I am Kate Volman. For those that don't know me, I am the CEO of Floyd Consulting. My team and I, we work with organizations to help them build dynamic cultures. So people love coming to work and accomplishing great things together. Uh, I believe that people actually can enjoy the work that they do, even if they aren't building their own business. They can be part of an incredible community and incredible mission, and they get to do their best work in their position. Today and tomorrow, my team is actually, uh, we are certifying 14 new dream managers. Yes, we certify dream managers that are essentially, it's the ultimate life coaching program. And we teach people to, uh, to work with their team members to discover the dreams that they have for themselves personally. And then they support them in achieving those dreams. And while they're doing that, they're using this 24-month curriculum and they're talking about their mental, physical, spiritual, intellectual, all of the different areas of their life to help them become a better individual. Because if your team members are becoming better, then the company is going to grow. That is the only way for the, for the organization to become the best version of themselves for itself. Your people have to becoming better versions of themselves every single day. And so I am so excited to hear about this group. We always have incredible individuals and we're working with some really wonderful companies. We're working with leaders that truly care about their people because when you care about your people, you know that it's time to invest in them to help them get better. So today, oh, and above, you'll see this link above. It has the 77 journaling prompts. A lot of the work that I do and most of the executives that I coach, I incorporate journaling into their accountability and into uh, their action steps for the week, because I believe that journaling is such a powerful way to not only discover more about yourself, but it also sometimes uncovers solutions to some of the challenges that you may be facing, because only by getting it down on paper, you know, we can get stuck in our heads and we get stuck in our heads. We tend to kind of have things just rolling around the same thoughts over and over. But when we can put pen to paper and write out our thoughts, we discover things that we wouldn't have discovered otherwise. And so not I know not everybody loves to just open up a blank page because they get a little intimidated. So you can find those 77 journaling prompts to gain clarity and inspire action over. Uh, you can get the click on that link above. Okay, today's topic is such a good one. I was so excited when I saw this. This is how legends are made. And of course, I thought I, I, uh, I thought of that, of that song. And I immediately thought of two, two words. The two words that I thought of was grit and accountability. Grit and accountability on how legends are made. So I started thinking about now for those of you that know, you know, I am I'm a writer, I love writing. I talk about writing all the time. In fact, on my podcast, Create for No Reason, I really enjoy speaking with writers. Uh, the, the episode that I launched this week, I actually talked to an incredible writer and TikToker uh, named Don Martin. He has over 120 some thousand followers over on TikTok. So if you are interested in learning how to build community and create videos on TikTok or and or how to become a better writer. I definitely recommend checking out that episode on Create for No Reason. Um, but I started thinking about grit and how there are, no matter what, what, no matter what industry you're in, whether you're building a business, whether you're a writer, you're an author, you're a creator, you're whatever you're working on, I thought about the people that are the most successful in whatever industry they are in. They all have grit. 
they show up and they do the work even when it's hard. So I thought about some of the, the authors that we know very well and some of the things that they had to go through in order to become the person that they are today. And I thought about J.K. Rawlings, because how can you not, if you think about writers, she is a best-selling author, obviously, sold over 450 million books, 450 million books. I mean, how many books are out there in the world? And most books only, maybe only get hundreds or thousands of copies sold. This woman sold 450 million books and is worth more than $1 billion. And she sent her finished manuscript to 12 different publishers and was rejected by all of them. Now, 12 is a lot, but actually it doesn't seem like that many when you consider what some people had to go through, 20, 30, 40, 50. But I thought that's so interesting that 12 people said no. And now she ended up selling 450 million books. Stephen King, he was, uh, his first uh, story, Carrie, was totally rejected. It was rejected 30 times. 30 times people were like, no, this is not anything that we are interested in until it finally got picked up. And now look at this man, this incredible man who is, who has published, I who knows how many books at this point and made so many movies. And he's an incredible author and creator. And Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss was on his way home to burn his manuscript when he ran into an old uh, a school acquaintance and he was, and his, an acquaintance, his acquaintance asked him, what are you carrying? And he said, oh, oh, this book that no one wants to publish. And so I'm going to go home and burn it. And this acquaintance was an editor of a children's book, and he insisted to see it. And that's when it got published. His books, his work started getting published. But it was rejected first by 27 publishers. And Agatha Christie's first novel was, was never actually published. And then her second novel was also repeatedly rejected before it was finally published. And she started creating and writing and putting more work out into the world. And so I wonder with some of these people, you know, they, they started sharing their work and putting it out and, and there's this rejection. We have to face rejection in whatever it is that we're doing, right? If we, if we try something new in business, maybe it doesn't work. When we pick up the phone and try to make the sales, or not try, when we do make the sales call, when we reach out to, this, to the big client that we would love to bring on board, we have to have grit enough to know that we're okay when someone says no, when we're okay when we put something out into the world and it doesn't work, that we're okay and that it doesn't, decrease our value in any way because somebody doesn't want to work with us. Somebody doesn't want to publish our book. Somebody doesn't want to do business with us. Somebody doesn't want to buy our business. Somebody doesn't want to move, help move us forward. That's okay. As long as you know, and you have belief in your dream, you have belief in whatever it is that you are looking to do in your life. And only by that, by pure grit, and showing up every day and completely believing in yourself and your worth, that you are enough exactly where you are today as you're building your tomorrow. I'm so fascinated in the work that I get to do. I study a lot about company culture and employee engagement and 
people coming to work and their satisfaction in work. And the number has remained the same for over a decade that 70% of the workforce is disengaged. 70% of the workforce is disengaged. Now, what does that mean? That means now there's different levels of engagement. Some people are completely disengaged and they just show up and they're those people that they just literally show up to get the paycheck. And you can tell they're just phoning it in every day. And then there's some people are you know, slightly engaged, they're all right. And then there's some people that are fully engaged. But 70% of the workforce really falls into that category of, eh, they just kind of show up and they're doing almost the bare minimum. And it's so sad because if people are that disengaged at work, that doesn't mean that they're simply disengaged at work. Most of those people are actually disengaged in their own life. They're disengaged in their own life because we don't completely turn into a different person when we show up at work, when we do the work, right? If somebody is, when, when John comes home and he sits down and he watches Netflix and he's eating bag of potato chips and he has no motivation to do any of the creative pursuits or, or things that he says he really wants to do in his life, then of course he's not going to show up and be this go-getter at work because we are who we are. And so the two distinctions between people who are engaged and those that are disengaged is one, people who are engaged, they believe that the future can be bigger than their past. And two, they believe that they can do something to influence their bigger future. They believe that the future is bigger than their past. So like what Glenn was talking about today, the next three years are gonna go by so quick because the last three years have gone by so quick. Now, do you believe in those next three years? Do you see those next three years as yourself flourishing, as that bigger, better future, as that bigger, better you? You know, some of the, I, I get to be, uh, we certify dream managers. I obviously am a dream manager as well. And I was working with one of my clients this week and she was so upset when we got on the call because she said, I, I didn't even want to have the call today because I'm so disappointed in myself because I didn't do what I said I was going to do. And so much of coaching is that, right? It's holding someone accountable. We hire coaches not only to help us to get to that next level, but so that they can hold us accountable to the work that we said we needed to do. And she said, but you know what? Here's the thing. I gave myself a stern talking to. That's what she said. I gave myself a talking to. And I said, oh yeah, how was that conversation? And she said, I was so mad at myself because I was procrastinating. I've been procrastinating on so many things. And it makes me feel so bad about myself when I do it. And at one, and before I got, she said yesterday, she said, before I knew we were talking today, she said, I had this talk with myself and I said, I deserve more. I deserve more than this. What am I doing? Why do I keep doing this to myself? Why do I keep procrastinating? Why do I keep putting off the things that I know are better for me and my son? She has a little son, six-year-old. And she said, I deserve better. I'm finally going to make these changes in my life. And I was so proud of her for that. Now I'll be even prouder when I talk to her next month and she's made the changes that she wants to make but she, I could see it in her eyes. She was so to this point where she was like, 
I, I deserve better and I will do better. She believes that the future is bigger than her past. So when I think about this is how legends are made, we have grit, they have accountability. They want to be held accountable. It's why people that we see that are the best in their industry, they have coaches. They probably have multiple coaches. And they're constantly getting better. They're constantly growing. They're constantly learning. One of the biggest challenges that I, that I see or one of the biggest issues that I see happen with a lot of our clients is that they try to implement too many things at one time right? Like when we're in a position and look, we are all here in Breakfast with Champions. We come every single day and we hear from the most incredible people and we learn so much stuff. And a lot of us, we, we walk away and we're like, yeah, this is all amazing. But what do we do then? What do we do with that information? We can't take all of it and implement everything. We need to take the pieces that are going to work for us and we have to take those baby steps. And this is the biggest challenge that I see when people want to make a change in their life. They, they try to do too much and then they end up failing. So for example, if you're going to start your fitness journey and you don't have it and you're not working out at all, if you work out zero days a week, but now you're all jazzed and pumped up to do this fitness journey. And if someone says, well, great, what are you going to start doing? Well, I'm going to start getting up at 5 a.m. and working out five days a week. Well, how many days a week do you work out now? Zero. Okay, well, let's start with maybe two days a week. Because then you start to build the momentum. You start to build momentum on whatever it is that you're going to do. I think about this with content creation, right? We get so excited. You know, Justin Conacow, he talks all about YouTube. I get so excited uh, to kind of revamp my YouTube channel every time I get to hear from Justin. And so if somebody is wanting to start a channel and they think, I haven't done any videos yet. I want to start this YouTube channel because Justin really inspires me. But I create zero videos now. But next week, I'm going to put out five videos. But then what happens is you get overwhelmed because you don't even put out one video right now. So let's take those baby steps. Because legends, legends, they also know that it's important to get back to basics. We don't like getting back to basics in business because it's boring. It's not fun. We like the new stuff, the shiny objects, the new platforms. What new platform? What new app? What should I be doing differently? No, just back to the basics. And so wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever your next move is, yes, you have this bigger, better version and this bigger, better future for yourself, but are you trying to do too much all at once? When we try to do too much all at once, that is when we start to procrastinate. That is when we start to get overwhelmed. When we feel overwhelmed, you pro it's probably because we are trying to do too much too fast. And so take an assessment of where you are right now and where you want to be in one year, in two years, in three years. And then you get to figure out what are those baby steps that you can do and allow yourself to get back to the basics. And what are you going to do to hold yourself accountable? So I've been having fun kind of with uh, content creation and thinking through some, um, some things regarding some of the some of my podcast episodes, I'm on episode almost like 75. So I, my goal was to get to hundred episodes and then I kind of wanted to see what I wanted to do with it. And I also have uh, a lot of writing goals. So I, I finished writing my first book and 
it is still in the editing phase right now, but I'm so excited about doing it. But one of the things that I recognized is that I had a really great writing habit. When I was writing the book, I had a great writing habit. And my habit was that I, I wrote every day and I wrote at least 250 words. And that to me was the, 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 the back to basics practice of it all, right? The back to basics, I have to make it super simple. That means I have to sit down and do the work to write every day. And after I was finished writing the book, I realized, oh my gosh, I don't write every day anymore. But I learned so much about how to be a better writer while I was writing the book and working with a writing coach, again, going back to coaching. And so I thought, oh my gosh, I have to get back into my writing habit. And so I, st I decided I'm going to get back into writing 250 words again. So I sometimes see uh, creators on TikTok, they do these challenges for themselves, right? Like maybe it's a workout challenge, maybe it's a 10,000 steps a day challenge, whatever. And I said, I'm going to do a challenge to, over the next 30 days, write at least 250 words. And I'm just going to talk about it on TikTok because why not? If I know that in my mind, my accountability is that I have to post a video every day after I do my, my writing of at least 250 words, I think it will be two things. One, it'll hold me accountable. And two, it'll give me a little bit of motivation to kind of like test some things out over on TikTok because I think it's kind of a fun platform and I've been a little bit interested in getting more and more involved in it. So I was like, great, two birds, one stone. And so I went over there and I posted this one video and I said, I'm going to do this writing challenge to write at least 250 words every single day. And I was on, so yesterday was day five and I was like, oh, this is a fun challenge that kind of, allows me to get a little bit more invested into it will get back into my writing habit and I get to learn a little bit about TikTok. And the third benefit is that I have been wanting to uh, get back into my day or my weekly YouTube videos. So I do a weekly live stream on my YouTube channel because I record my podcast over there on Tuesday evenings at 5.30 p.m. But I decided I want to get back into my actual video creation too. So I want to do my live stream on Tuesdays. And I also want to do my video, my, uh, my one video a week that I've already pre-recorded and edited. And so what I'm doing is on some of the days that I'm doing my writing, at least 250 words, I decided that I was going to write my scripts for YouTube. And so that's what I did. And then what happened was, so now not only do I get to go on TikTok and share, oh, I did my writing for the day, 250 words. And now I also created another video because after I wrote the script for the YouTube video, I was like, oh, why don't I just do a 30 second video kind of recapping what my bigger channel is going to be about and make that the YouTube video or the TikTok video. And so I did that. And so the reason I'm sharing all of this to you is that when we start to do the work, we can start to be creative and we can start to see where certain things overlap and how we might be able to use one piece of content for something else, or it just sparks our creativity in some way. But it only happens when we show up. It only happens when we put in the work. And so whatever it is for you, whatever it is that you are working on, I challenge you to give yourself some kind of challenge to get back into doing the thing you said you wanted to do and see what else shows up and see what else you might be able to implement in your life to make all of those other things easier. So we only have about four minutes left. I went on a little bit of a rant, but I just was so excited about some of the things that I have been discovering and learning and pushing myself a little bit more, especially around the accountability, because I think it's so funny that, I mean, really, 
it's accountability for myself, right? Like nobody would care if I didn't post the TikTok video. Nobody's going to know <laughs> except for me, but it's worth it to me to kind of have this journey. And that's why I gave myself that 30 days. So we only have about four minutes. Um, I am going to switch out this link because one of the things, uh, speaking of accountability, that I would be so appreciative if you are not yet uh, subscribed to my YouTube channel, I invite you to subscribe. I would love to have you uh, be part of that journey. And you guys can even hold me a little accountable because I have about four videos that I'm going to be recording next week and I'll start getting them up. But I would love to get some feedback from you on the channel. If you haven't ever checked it out before, I would love for you to to take a look over there, check out some videos, maybe comment on one or two just to give, just so you could push me a little bit into, into creating some more content, but I would love to hear from you. So if you haven't yet subscribed to my channel, I just posted the link. I would love, love, love for you to subscribe and be part of my fun YouTube journey. And if you have a channel yourself, please let me know. Um, and with that, I'm going to leave just two minutes. If you just have one little 30 second share that you want to provide today to the room something that resonated with you over the last 30 minutes. I would love to hear from maybe one or two of you before I pass the mic. Hi, this is Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Hey, how you doing? Thank you so much for Kate for that, that great, great nugget filled share. Uh, just super quickly. I'm a YouTuber <laughs> with my wife and a podcaster. And I, the struggle of trying to be perfect and struggling to get content done is ever surreal. Um, literally just seeing a mountain of so much stuff and just it, paralysis analysis, you know, it just, it just freezes you up sometimes. So I think I'm really encouraged by what you said. And um, I'm subscribing to your YouTube channel now. Bless you, Kate. Oh, thanks, Anthony. And I will subscribe to yours as well. And we can hold each other accountable and be um, YouTube friends because yes, it can feel very overwhelming sometimes. But this is why I feel like you break it down into small bite-sized pieces. And Anthony, I love that you shared perfectionism as a challenge because can you just, if you're on stage, can you just flash your mic if you've ever dealt with perfectionism? I mean, it is yes, just, it can be debilitating sometimes and so we have to know that again your content is not your worth your business is not your self-worth and we have to remember that when it comes to whatever it is that we're creating and that perfect doesn't exist so there's no way we can be striving for Hi, it Kate, good morning. well i oh okay yep yeah, 20 seconds okay, yeah kate yeah good morning thanks for sharing what you did talk about the youtube i have a youtube channel too i'm gonna back channel you on that i just went to subscribe to your channel absolutely love everything you're doing one thing that i always tell myself every time i show up in front of the camera is this is my practice session for the big stage that i'm going to be on anytime I'm called upon. So I use that and I use that as a way to be consistent every week to get some time to practice in front of random strangers. Maybe, maybe not. Thank you. Oh, I love that. I love that. See, it's like whatever we have to do to put in our head to make it, to give us that extra push of motivation to just be like, Hey, this is just for me. This is just for me to put out to get better. I love that. That is such a helpful tip. Um, all right. Awesome. You are all amazing. Thank you so much. I love spending time with you on Thursdays. If there's any way that I can support you, please message me over on Instagram or LinkedIn. And again, subscribe, uh, if you want to connect with me over on YouTube or send me your YouTube channel, we can hold each other accountable for these videos. And
Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.